a Radio 191 FM podcast. Policy Watch. Welcome back to Radio 1, and as you just heard, it's the Policy Watch time. Uh, this is where we give our views on some of the latest policies that have been announced on the campaign trail. But first, we're delighted to have another interview. Tom sat down with NZ First candidate for Dunedin, Robert Griffith. He's going to be speaking about, importantly, who he is, what he thinks about MPs' uh, questioning of integrity these last few weeks, and some policies around the Provincial Growth Fund and Zero Carbon Act. Kia ora and welcome. You are listening to Radio 91 FM, and this is the Radio Politics Show. Today, I am joined by uh, the New Zealand first candidate for Dunedin North, Mr. Robert Griffith. Robert, it's lovely to have you. Kia ora, Tom. Thank you so much. Um, and <clears throat> as I'm sure you know and everyone else will know, it's Dunedin now, not Dunedin North. Indeed, that's right, that's right. Um, so, Rob, could you just tell me, who are you? Who is Rob Griffith? Um, well, I mean, where on earth do I start? I was born in Rotorua, I spent my high school years in Wellington, and I came down here to study, and I've been living in Dunedin ever since. Um, but I care about the community, and I care about New Zealand, which is why I'm here. Describe to me your political aptitude in three words. Yes. So, bold, inclusive, practicality. Okay, so... I mean, when, when, when for you did politics become something you were passionate about? I mean, yeah. was, it, was it a bit of an event that triggered it or was it, you know, just something that just came? Um, well, I've always, I think I've always been passionate about anything I put my mind to. But um, when I was doing history in level three, my teacher, um, Mr. Columbus, uh, I love Mr. Columbus, he said, go out and research any political event in New Zealand that you want uh, and give me a 2,000 word report on it. And I did 20,000 words on Robert Muldoon um, from birth to death. Uh, and I, from, it was sort of from that moment I thought there's a lot of rich political history in New Zealand uh, and it's always been a passion of mine and it's just sprouted and blossomed ever since. Interesting. We talked about Robert Muldoon just then. Is that maybe why you went in with New Zealand first as your political party choice? Um, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, he wasn't New Zealand first. He was the oh, National Party. I mean, you know, he was very sort of... Um, yeah, well, he was very anti-neoliberalism. Yeah. Uh, which I am too. But there are, there are aspects of Robert Muldoon that I don't support. I mean, for example, um, he was very openly against homosexuality, um, which I'm not necessarily a fan of at all. Um, and I think if he had been around, you know, today, he might have been a bit more open to the concept. Um, but there are other aspects that I, I like about Muldoon. Um, but why New Zealand First? Because New Zealand First is the only party that's actually principled, that will stand in Parliament regardless of what the public or the media tries to say about them and will stand by their principles um, and really, really wants to put New Zealand first. And that's honestly what government should be about. It shouldn't be about, you know, how many votes are we going to get for this policy or how is this going to look in the media? Um, so, I mean, has your time at uni shaped your politics? Definitely. Um, <clears throat> uni has been an opportunity to sort of see what the political environment is like, um, also learn about politics and learn about philosophy and how a lot of this fits into the historical context of politics. Um, I mean, your parents are both doctors. Is that why you heavily advocate for reform in the healthcare system? Yes, yeah, so I wouldn't say that's the only reason. Um, it's an important factor as to why I believe I have a fair knowledge of what goes on in the health system. Yeah. But ultimately, the reason why I advocate so strongly is because it's not doing its job properly, and there's a lot of faults in it. Um, so the fact that my parents were both doctors is only really 
uh, given me an insight into what we could do better, not necessarily the reason why. I mean, so I mean, what do you think needs to be done to have a you know, functioning healthcare system? Mm, well, we don't have a lot of time, Tom, but very quickly capitation and the way that the funding model works you know you could be paying anywhere up to a hundred dollars just to go see a doctor an emergency doctor and i don't think that's what we talk about when we talk about free health care in new zealand at all um and that comes down to sort of the 80s and the early 2000s sort of reformation of the funding models the, the system's been changed so many times and it keeps getting worse every time um, and then when it comes to mental health the whole way that we approach mental health is you know is falling short in a number of ways um but we honestly don't have a lot of time. Uh, we'd need a whole other couple of interview slots to get through everything there. Indeed. Um, so, Zero Carbon Act, um, diving into the climate change environment, do you think it was our nuclear-free moment, the words which are <laughs> It would be our nuclear-free moment if we had done something. Um, we passed the Act, which is a start. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily describe it as our nuclear-free moment. I'd say it's an important milestone in the journey that we're on to, um, you know, a better environment and true climate change um, action. Um, and what has New Zealand first done to make the Zero Carbon Act more an achievable? We, we made sure, Tom, that's a great question, we made sure that farmers had a couple of extra years because the Greens and Labour, they wanted to throw the hard-working backbone of our export economy under the bus. They literally wanted to. They didn't care that farmers were going to have to pay a lot more tax and a lot more on their already narrow profit margins. Um, and and I think what we've done is we've provided a, a, a middle ground where totally. farmers can transition in an appropriate time frame. Totally, totally. Um, and coming back to the big big policy that New Zealand First has done this term, mm-hmm. the Provincial Growth Fund. Um, what projects have taken place in Dunedin North? Well, there's been quite a few. I mean, we've invested $60 million into this region alone. Um, the two big ones um, would be the Centre for Digital Excellence received $10 million to upgrade it. Um, so that's a sort of like a computer software programming studio school in Dunedin, which um, employs a lot of young people. It has a lot of young people at it, so that's a big plus. One of the other things is the hillside workshops in South Dunedin, which make, I believe it's trains and things like that, they re- received $20 million. So that's employing a lot of people in Dunedin. If you're a student and you're using new halls in the past three years or... New, uh, new classrooms and things like that, a lot of them will have been from provincial growth fund investment. So it has been an investment fund that has saved this country in a number of ways. You're going to want to obviously become an MP someday. Um, what does the integrity mean um, to be an MP in New Zealand? What does integrity mean? <laughs> integrity means a lot of things, but integrity means... In the context of being a member of parliament in New Zealand. Yeah. Integrity yeah. means that when you hear from your constituents and you promise them something, or you say on the campaign trail that you will represent people, you bloody well represent them when you're in Parliament. Um, What would make you unique as a potential member of Parliament? I would be the youngest. Uh, I mean, why you, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, there's lots of reasons why I mean, Tom. I mean, ultimately, I, I care a lot about what other people have to say. I'm not there to sort of push my agenda, you know, like... If if we if Labor starts wanting to increase um, rents or costs on landlords, I'm not going to defend landlords. You know what I mean? I'm going to want to just because I own a number of For properties. For the sake of politics, right? Well, yeah. just because I own a number of properties, I'm not going to stand up and try and question what the government's doing. <clears throat> Paul Bennett. But I would I would I think what I would offer is a genuine opportunity to have someone that you can connect with and that you can get in touch with and will represent your voice because a lot of our politicians at the moment are very distant 
and very disconnected from the wider public and, and the country in general. I mean, we need politicians who are in tune with what's going on on the ground for everyday people in New Zealand. And you were just listening to Tom and Robert there. Robert Griffith is the uh, Dunedin, a Dunedin candidate, an NZ First candidate for the Dunedin electorate. He's been talking about the integrity of MPs, what it means to have integrity, uh, some of the challenges we face, uh, particularly in the healthcare sector, advocating and improving that, and uh, what it means to have free healthcare, among other things. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.